0: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something interesting and I got this in my listener mail the other day. Uh, dear Kim, thank you so much for a valuable service that you do for all of us. Oh, you're welcome. I love it. I'm an eighth grade teacher, and the kids in school are now having tremendous trouble seeing what time it is on standard clocks, you know, clocks, big and round with a bunch of numbers and two confusing hands. <laughs> Students ask me how much time is left, especially in the middle of exams, because they cannot read the analog clocks. So why is that? Because of their phones. So do you think telling time on a clock is old school? Well, you know, that's a really interesting question. I think, not for a while, but someday it will be a skill like, say, folding a map or balancing a checkbook or even remembering phone numbers. We don't have to do that anymore. I guess you can say not being able to read a standard analog clock is a sign of the times, hands down. And you see, on that happy note, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this. It's another Kim Commando show. Yes, it's your source for all things digital, your most trusted source. You can find us on over 420 top stations across the United States, and we're streaming in your favorite radio app. Just search for my last name, Commando. And of course, you can find us as a podcast and as a webcast, so you can actually watch us do the show, too, over at GetKim.com. Once again, that's GetKim.com. All right. Every single day, it seems like I visit so many different websites to make sure that I am totally up-to-date on all things digital. Now, this is part of the show where I like to talk about the numbers and the numbers that you see in the headlines and what it really means to your life and your family's life. So the first number we're going to take a look at is 50% of malware on a Mac comes from one source. Let me say that again. 50% of all malware on a Mac comes from one source. Now, we've always heard that Macs are less likely to get a virus or malware, and that's because Apple truly does keep a tight hold on the on the OS. Well, out this week is the Global Threat Report from Elastic Security Labs, and they found some interesting numbers. About 6% of malware lands on Macs as compared to 54% on Windows. Okay, all that, not all that shocking. But here's the big deal that I found deep in their report. About 50% of malware found on an iMac or a MacBook comes from just one app, That app is called MacKeeper, and it says it's going to keep your Mac clean and safe with zero effort. Now, MacKeeper, they say in the report, and here's the quote, it can be abused by adversaries since it already has extensive permissions and access to processes and files. So if you have a Mac, don't download MacKeeper. Number two on our list, there are quite a few numbers about Twitter you need to know. 13 million is for one. That's how much the company was spending per year to provide free lunches not just free lunches, free breakfasts, and free dinners to its employees. Uh, 3700 that's the number of people have been fired since Musk took over. $8 a month, that's how much the blue verified checkmark will cost once they bring it back because the trolls were all over it. Even they had a uh, verified Jesus Christ account on <laughs> Twitter. I'm sorry, only God could verify that. Uh, accounts less than 90 days in the future will not be able to be verified. 280 that's another number. When Twitter first launched in 2006, the tweets were capped at 140 characters. 2018, they bumped it up to 280. And Musk says he's going to remove that 280-character limit, and maybe up to, allow posts up to 2,500 words. You know, let me tell you. I don't know about you who you follow, but I actually follow the CIA on Twitter because this way they can see how it feels. Uh, number three in our list of five things is desperate people do desperate things. And here we're talking about the number over 24, over 24, That's how many Facebook Meta employees or contractors were fired this past week because they were taking bribes, sometimes thousands of dollars, from people so desperate to get their Facebook accounts back because their account was hacked, it was lost, or they were in Facebook jail over something that they shared or something that they said, and this was all in the Wall Street Journal. The report says that users who were locked out of their accounts often weren't able to regain access through traditional means, such as reaching out to Facebook. Hmm, Shocker. So those folks resorted to seeking outside sources from people in Meta. Now, in some cases, according to the documents that were taken taking a look at by the Wall Street Journal, the workers accepted thousands of dollars in bribes hmm, to get their account back. But no worries. These people are just going to leave Meta because they got fired and they're going to go work for TikTok because TikTok is hiring up to over 100% capacity right now. That's right. And these people are going to fit there too because a Chinese company, and they have all this experience with bribes and everything like that, and they put that right on their resume. TikTok will go, yes, come on in. Uh, number four on our list, Google got caught tracking locations, and the number here is $391.5 million. Let's just round it up to $400 million. That's how much Google has to pay in 40 states to settle a dispute over location tracking. You might remember this, is that if you turned off location tracking, your account settings, well, Google still collected your location. As part of the settlement, Google says, we are going to significantly improve how this works next year. Uh, Basically, if you looked at Google's location history, web, and app activity settings, it's turned off by default, but then it was switched back on without your knowledge. Uh, So here's what you have to do. Check your location tracking settings. Go to this website, myactivity.google.com. It's myactivity.google.com. and That's where you can make sure that All your permissions and tracking is set up just the way that you want. Once again, that's myactivity.google.com. And then I want you to Google how to light a candle. How to light a candle because you'll get over a million matches. Ooh, yes, that's a good one. And last, this coming in at number five, Ubers are getting uber expensive. Travel season's here. Airline tickets cost a ton. Hotels are booked, and now you need an Uber. Uber. And Uber has a new option that tracks your flight and has a driver waiting for you at the curb. I used that a month or so ago when I came back from Hawaii. Uh, you don't get charged for up to the 60-minute wait, but here's the deal. There's a $20 reservation fee. So if you do reserve it ahead of time, just know it's going to cost you 20 bucks. Now, Uber says that they've hiked prices around the world because of higher gas prices and driver shortages. So what city is the most expensive to catch an Uber? Anyone? Anyone? It's a 6.2-mile ride. Net credit looked at it. Uh, number five on our list is Baltimore, about $27. Seattle is number four at $32. Denver, $33. Nashville, I'm surprised at that. Number two, $34. And then number one most expensive city to take a 6.2-mile ride is New York City. You know, I have a friend who's an Uber driver, and he says that his customers don't really appreciate it when he goes the extra mile. <laughs> okay, I crack myself up sometimes. All right, coming up in just a few moments, some YouTube shortcuts you're going to love. And we have a alert about smishing that is spreading. And then how to tell if someone's snooping on your PC and you got more of me, Kim Commando. All right, let's get this party started with all of our great phone calls. And John in Fort Lauderdale, you're up next.
1: Well, um, we went to Europe and uh, it's a good time to go. And it, uh, we got a new chip for the phone because Consumer Cellular said, you should have an AT&T chip because it actually works better over there than does the current chip you have. And okay. we, so we did that, and that was free. That was wonderful. And uh, when we got back home, we got like mm, five or $600 worth of phone bills uh, from Tower Service in England and France.
0: So we those were yeah, for- yeah those were ro- probably roaming charges that weren't covered. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, we used it for GPS. Use it on the underground uh, okay. subways. I would read a paper or occasionally from home or search for a restaurant. Great. That was about it. So how do I get around that? Those kind of owners' charges. In fact, I asked them. I said, "Can you send me a a list of billings?" And they said, "No, we just get it all together, and then they bill us, and we pay it."
0: Okay. Um, Well, the chip that you mentioned is a SIM card. It was an AT and T SIM card that you put in your phone. Okay. So that the that is correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, so the provider was AT and T. You could have called AT and T and said. Uh, I'm going to be traveling around and I need to get on the international plan. And the international plan would have avoided all these charges and it's not cheap. It's about $10 a day. Okay. Uh, Okay. Depending on how many days that you're there, you can do the math to figure out whether or not that would have been uh, better for you. The the other thing you can do is that you could also, next time you go to Europe, you can get a European SIM card, say on the orange network, O2 network. And you can pick those up at anywhere. You can pick them up at the airport, uh, Tesco, gas stations, uh, uh, convenience stores, wherever you go. And they're about $50. And, it, you know, they're normally good for about maybe 30 days. And it does have limited data, so you have to be careful you don't go over that. So instead of using an AT&T card, you basically use a SIM card that is using the European networks. Uh the other thing you can do is that of course you're gonna use Wi Fi whenever possible and turn off the cellular uh as you're moving around, and then just use Wi Fi, go into internet cafes and stores, hotels, restaurants, whatever, and use their internet uh to look up restaurants or what have you. And then as far as maps, because you mentioned GPS, is that you can fully download you could say I want to go from uh London to Cornwall, wherever you, you know, for example, because you said you were in England. Okay. And you say, I want to go to London to Cornwall. And then you can download that map using that using the internet, uh, fi that's at the hotel. And then you get turn by turn directions, but it's not using an internet connection to do that. Uh So, 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 uh, you have to use Google maps for that. Apple maps doesn't have that feature. So Uh, So, those are some options for you. So, you're not sitting there at the end of the day going, Yikes, what happened to me? I was just having a good old time in jolly old England. And I came back home and I've got this outlandish cell phone bill. If you need more help about this at all, John, um, hit the website, commando.com. I do a lot of international travel. And so, I try to write about as many of my experiences as I can uh over on the website to make sure that you don't get these type of bills i'll, I'll tell you but you're not alone i, I made the mistake once i uh, climbed machu picchu and when i came back here stateside from uh, from peru i looked down and my cell phone bill was 700 dollars and i just i didn't realize that I, I didn't follow my own advice when i was going up and down machu picchu uh there in peru so again if you need any additional help just hit the website and thank you for your call and bon voyage Hey, by the way, when you're traveling, you want to always make sure you avoid those currency exchange kiosks in airports, hotels, and tourist areas. They're going to slap on some high fees and commissions. Hey, listen, say goodbye to big tech email providers for good. Startmail keeps your email safe and secure. No reading, scanning, or analyzing of your email. No ads, no tracking, no profiles. So dump the spyware and get your Start Mail account today at startmail.com. All right, back to the phones we go with Don in Fort Worth, Texas. Hello there, Don. Hello there. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Boy, you have a radio voice. <laughs> long time ago. Oh, there uh, you go. What's going on? Yeah, I, I know
2: you've heard this before, but first-time caller, long-time listener. Mm-hmm. And I just uh, kind of, at wit's end, I have two General Motors vehicles, uh, 2014 and 2015. And I've been informed that when uh, G2 goes away, that I'm going to lose my hands-free calling, my navigation system, and basically the whole thing. And I can go through an app to a few things, but nothing like what I'm used to. Is there anything I can do to, you know, get my calling through the hands-free and all that, or am I just stuck?
0: Well, you should have called me sooner, okay? uh <laughs> um, Because you said G2. It's 2G, 2G. Uh, okay. yeah, okay. And right now we're on 5G, so you can see how different generations that we've come from from just the 2G is that they had this sure. they had this hardware replacement program that ran up until 2021. If you are friends with your dealer, if you know somebody at the service department, or maybe somebody locally, I would just call them up. This is what I would do. I would call them up and say, "Listen, I know I missed the window. Is there anything that I can do?" Okay. Okay. Because uh, maybe they'll be able to. Now, unlike share, turn back time, right? <laughs> that woman's eighty years old. She looks like she's thirty. I don't know how she does it, but that's okay.
2: Uh, it's um, amazing.
0: It is amazing. So, uh, so they had, so they had this little bit of a they had a hardware upgrade program that ran between twenty fifteen and twenty twenty one, and that's what I was mentioning. That maybe there's a way that you can sneak in there, and okay. and see if there's something they can do. Now, barring that, does not work. Uh, is that that's when you're gonna buy? Do you remember a long time ago they used to have those stereo stores and you buy mm-hmm. a new stereo and speakers and they like that? Well, now you now it's kind of the same premise is that we're gonna put in a new stereo system inside the trucks, inside the sheds okay. rather. And the new uh, the new stereo systems, instead of it having a, a CD player and an A track tape or cassette or whatever it was at that time, is that now it includes Apple CarPlay. Or, mm-hmm. uh, or Android CarPlay, okay. or Android Auto, rather. So it's Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. So you can buy an Alpine uh, receiver that does work with CarPlay and Android Auto. So basically, at that point, you're going to be able to do all that Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and get the maps and everything like that, uh, but it's going to be using your cell phone connection, not the connection that came with the car, because 2G is dead Jim. It's hasta la vista, uh and so your next alternative is as i mentioned is to buy a something like an an alpine uh, receiver that has both built in auto from android carplay from apple so either way you'll be able to use your phone your phone's uh cellular signal and then get the gps navigation hands free calling, good things like that Uh, if you hang on the line don we're going to send you a link over to one that i like over on amazon for everybody else we'll put it in the uh, the Commando Community Q&A. What that means is that go to commando.com slash community, which by the way, if you're not a community member, we would love for you to support us. That's where you can get the podcasts and the webcast commercial free three months worth of archives. Also, you have access to the community. So if you have any tech questions along the way, that we can always help you out. That's commando.com slash community. And when I say I'm going to put something in the Q&A form, there's a link on the left hand side. That says Q&A forum. Yes, that's how it all works. And that's where I post those links for you. And if you are thinking about supporting us during the holidays, we would appreciate your gift of support. Just sign up over at commando.com slash community. And thank you. There's been over 5 million car recalls over the past few months. I'm talking about Toyota, Volkswagen, uh, Prius, uh, Tesla. Well, they're always on the list. In case your car has been recalled, you want to check the list. We have it all at commando.com. Just search for car recall at commando.com. All right, coming up, we have a great tip about smishing, that it's spreading. If you're not like, what the heck is smishing? Well, that's why you need to stay right where you are and don't move. And then later on this hour, how to tell if someone has been snooping on your PC. And before we get to all of that, just want to pass along some YouTube keyboard shortcuts that you're going to use time and time again. Of course, we all know that you can hit Control-C to copy, Control-P to print, But let's say you're watching a YouTube video. You need to take a call or someone walks in the room. Well, instead of dragging the cursor over to the pause button, just press the space bar right on your keyboard. That pauses the video to make it start again. Yes, Smarty Pants, you press the space bar. Uh, Here's another one. Turn on the video's closed captions or subtitles by pressing the letter C on your keyboard while the video is playing. Now, you can also use the arrow keys when you're watching a video. To rewind a video five seconds, press the left arrow key. If you want to jump ahead five seconds ahead in a video, press the right key. And in case you're wondering, you can always get these quick tips delivered right to your podcast player every single day. Just sign up for our daily tech updates from commando.com. That's daily tech updates. So in your favorite podcast player, just search for commando with a K and make sure that you subscribe or follow with our daily tech updates. All right, it's time now where we like to bring in Allie Seligman, our amazing content queen from commando.com. And, Allie, it's that wonderful time of the year where we're trying to figure out what the heck are we going to buy people for the holidays and for Christmas, <laughs> right? It's like, what do they need? What do they want?
3: Exactly. And most of us have what we need, right? We ha- we Maybe we buy the things that we want. So it gets harder and harder year after year to think, Okay, what can I get you? You already have AirPods. You already have this. You already have that. Yep, so, exactly. I thought we'd go the thoughtful route, and let's talk yes. about a few sweet, sentimental, thoughtful tech gifts you can give people. And see, and I'm really glad that you're doing it now, because <laughs> this way people
0: have enough time yeah. to put it all together. So if you're one of these procrastinators and you're listening, like, oh, you know, and they they always send me an email like on December 23rd. Okay, oh, I need to buy my wife a gift certificate. Stop that. <laughs> okay. This is your chance to be different this year. Be different and do something warm and fuzzy. So what's number one, Al? Number
3: one is a Kindle with their favorite books. All right. A Kindle is something I, you know, everybody has a phone. Everybody has a computer. They probably have the headphones they like, but not everybody has an e-reader. We all have those people in our life that say, "Mm, no, I just like paper books. And I get it. I was that person, too. Uh, It took me maybe two weeks of having a Kindle to say, nope, it's Kindle for me from here on out. They're just so
0: convenient. What is the the biggest advantage to having a Kindle over a paperback?
3: Oh, I think one, that you can have so many books with you wherever you go. You know, I've I've always been that person, goes on vacation, brings one book, I'm done with it. And then, oh, no, what am I going to read now? Uh, Plus, you can read at night in your dark room without... Um, yes. Yeah, you don't have to turn on a light, and that's really nice. I especially like yeah. the Kindle lights go so low that you're not blinding yourself like you would with your phone if you're trying to read in a dark room. This is also the time of year when Kindles are on sale. You can get a paperwhite right now. This is the the nicer one. It's not the super premium Kindle. Honestly, I think nobody really needs those. You just want the simple Kindle to read on. Uh, normally, these are 140 bucks. Right now, they're 95 so it's a really good time of year. Yeah to buy these yeah that's nice perfect and then just like you know on christmas and you open up a toy and put in the batteries and help somebody set it up instead i think you should show them how to use libby which connects to the library they can get all the books they want for free so they're not having to having to spend a bunch of money on ebooks
0: that libby is fabulous because even if you don't have a library card i love that it just walks you through like oh you don't have a library card here Tap here, and you're like, oh, thank you, Libby. (laughs) Yes, I would like a library card to get free digital books from my local library. I love it, too. I
3: read so much through Libby. Okay, next up, of course, we have to talk photo gifts. If you have an Apple... If you store your photos on your phone and through iCloud it's pretty easy to make a photo book that way so they connect to different third-party apps Uh, one of them is called Mimeo you can do it through Shutterfly and you can make a photo book not too expensive uh, starting about 20 bucks up to 50. if you have google photos you can do it right through the google photos app so it's even easier that way Um, this option is nice because you don't have to you know upload all the photos to a different service, they're just right there on your phone or your computer, so it makes it really easy. Uh, one I like from Google Photos, they do a soft cover book, so it's seven inch square, twenty pages. It's only fifteen bucks.
0: Oh, that's you know, <laughs> that's a bargain. It really is. You know, and the photo books are nice because you can put them out and people will show each other. It's like it's it's different. There, there's just like not this personal thing like oh here look at my photos on my phone. Yes, and you're like uh no uh uh-uh, yeah not at all.
3: Spe- all right, what do you got next? Speaking of photos, digital photo frames are always a hit. We There are a couple that I'll recommend. So the Aura Carver, this is kind of the high-end, uh, you know, digital frame. This one is nice because it's Wi-Fi connected, unlimited space. So it's not, you know, plug in an SD card and that's all you can fit on it. And you can upload these photos from anywhere for the person you give the frame to. So you give it to them, they open it up, whether or not you're with them, and it's completely loaded with all the photos you want them to have. It's nice too, you can share the login. So different people say from the family can put pictures on there. Those are really nice. Now, there are options you can find on Amazon for as low as like 40 bucks. But I would say that $100 mark is kind of where they make the jump to a nice photo I frame. That's good. Yeah, yes. so I would stick around 100 bucks. Don't try to get too much cheaper or you're gonna end up with, you know, some junk. Speaking of photos again, you can digitize old photos or videos. You actually did a tip about this this weekend, Kim.
0: Yes, about you know how you have all these old photos, right? And what are you going to do with them? And it's time for you to like get them out of the frames and to digitize them and to your VHS tapes. And I know somebody's saying like VHS tapes. What are those? What's
3: that? Yes.
0: Yeah. If you do, I I I, I saw a picture of a kid who was holding a VHS tape, and he was asking his parents, "Is this like some kind of old book?" Oh no. No, honey, this is how the old days, when we used to have coal on the railroad tracks. <laughs> but anyway, you know, so yes, yeah, Allie, so we can digitize these. We're well, imagine how special
3: age. that would be if you gave someone, hey, look, I put all of our old family videos. You can just watch them on your computer. Or you can watch them on your phone. Also a nice thing to put on on Christmas morning or Thanksgiving or whenever you get together. Again, this one takes a little planning ahead because you can either do the DIY option. We've got uh, over on Commander.com in your tip. We've got things you can purchase to help you do that they're not too expensive around 40 bucks or if you maybe you're lazy or you just don't want to deal with it you can get it done through places like costco yeah which is
0: and then once you have the videos you put them up in a private youtube channel so that this way everybody in the family has access to them then they can play them on their tvs with the youtube app it's so easy so
3: smart love that okay and then of course we've got all the personalized gifts right now i've said it before I think a lot of personalized gifts, especially photo gifts, are kind of tacky. They don't look...
0: Oh, uh, really? Listen, I like personalized
3: gifts. I like a lot of them, too. But I think that there are some pretty rough ones out there that is... I <laughs> wouldn't want to put that in my house. But we have found some that are really beautiful. Um, my favorite site, we've talked about this before, too, Artifact Uprising. I think they make that site. gorgeous photo gifts. They do calendars, they do frames, they do all kinds of... These little photo boxes, they're like brass and wood. They're all really pretty. I found a couple other cool ones. If you don't want to go the photo route, say you have an old letter that someone in your family wrote you that's really special to you. On Etsy, you can have someone put it on a mug, whether it's a signature or oh, just man. someone who wrote, you know, I love you or signed a letter, whatever it is. as something else really cool I found. You can send in either, maybe it's your favorite song. It's the song you dance to at your wedding, or maybe there's an audio clip from someone in your life someone will actually turn the, the sound wave into a painting.
0: Oh, you know, I love that. I know. Isn't that beautiful? That's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? These are fabulous ideas, Allie. These are great. I mean, instead of just, you know, giving somebody a pair of slippers, <laughs> got that, or another purse. I actually told Barry, I said, no more purses. Okay, <laughs> Number one, I don't know if you've noticed, Allie, do I ever wear a purse? I never, never
3: see you with a purse. Nope.
0: I know, okay. But I have at least 15 purses. Okay. <laughs> Because, um, you know, why? Cause, and it's kind of hard because why would you want a purse? Because you have everything in here now. Yeah. You know, your wallet. I mean, it's just – just carry that. And, you know, so what? I I don't carry lipstick. You know, sorry. <laughs> that's just the way it is. I can fit but, in your pocket. Uh, So now you have all these, um, I know because you're so smart and focused and organized that I'm sure you have all this at commando.com for people to take a look at. Yep,
3: you can go over to the site. We have links to all this stuff if you want to shop. Remember, start now, especially on these, uh, you know, custom gifts. They do take a little bit of time to make. So this is not your December 20th purchase. Um, This is your year. We believe in you. Do it ahead of time. Yes. You know, I like that, Allie. This is your year. This is your <laughs> year
0: to be that person. We know you can do it. We are empowering you with everything that you need. So don't be a loser. Okay. <laughs> just make sure. Just look at the list and then get everything that you need. Allie, great job as always. And then hopefully in January, we're going to hear from a whole bunch of people say, Hey, Kim and Allie, you know, thank you for telling my husband or wife or my spouse or my <laughs> partner about these great ideas because I knew they couldn't do it without you. Best right? Christmas yes. ever. Best Christmas ever. Thanks, Al. Thanks. All right. This week's great tip is about smishing. It starts with a text message designed to put you on edge. And it says your important accounts are in peril. Your credit card, your debit card has been suspended. And then it has a link. And then once you click that blue link, wow. That's when the scammers come alive and they try to steal all your data. Now, the bad guys love to impersonate Amazon, Chase, Bank of America, Citicorp, uh, Wells Fargo, Netflix, AT&T, the Post Office, FedEx, UPS. So just about everybody. So if you get a text message saying you've got to do it, it has links to some strange websites, website URLs with numbers, phone numbers that aren't formatted properly, Uh just don't respond. Just delete it. And if you have any question, like maybe it is really from FedEx, maybe it is really from Amazon or your bank or whatever, then do not call the number in the text, no, which I want you to do is go to the official homepage of the bank, UPS, Amazon, what have you, and then verify with them, only them, that they sent you the text. But odds are, if you just get one text and it's really important, okay, you only get one text, it probably is a scam. And it feels like a scam. It looks like a scam. You just need to just delete it. And you can actually now on your phone report it as junk and forward it to spam. Just spell out spam on your phone. You can forward it and that goes to your carrier. All right, still to come, we are going to have a great tip about how to tell if someone's snooping on your PC. And we have more of your phone calls you don't want to miss here on the Kim Commando Show. All right, we're running a contest over at Commando.com. That's Commando.com slash win. Commando.com slash win. And that's where you have to enter in the secret code phrase, that word that I pass along. And once you do, you're eligible to win a $100 Amazon.com gift card. And you can get more entries by doing more things as we outline over at Commando.com slash win. So the secret word to win that $100 Amazon gift card is, are you ready, robotics. That's right, robotics. Just type in robotics over at commando.com slash win. All right, Truman, you're up next. Glad to have you with us here on the Kim Commando Show.
2: Hi, Kim. Uh, Hi. Good to talk to you. And before we get to my question, I do appreciate calling you because I really like all the juggling between you and your staff to keep all this going. It's amazing.
0: Well, you know what? I've got a great team. I really do. Um it took me a while to get here. I'll tell you. I mean, we've always had great team members along the way, but this is—I'm telling you, Truman—this is the team where everybody is cohesive, and <laughs> and it this is the team where everybody's like, "I get it," and or if I'm, I'll I'll pick up the slack here. Or I'll do this. I'm really blessed. I truly am, and um, it's it's really an honor to work side by side with them every day. And thank you for your kind words. So, what's your so question?
2: I. I have a a need for a small girl. Uh, She's about third or fourth grade. Her siblings are older, and we're on vacation with them in La Quinta. And I just noticed that on her own, she's really good, because she had no other uh, playmates her age, as finding rocks and bringing rocks back. And this was day after day. And I thought, well, I know I grew up with some geologists and know some geologists. And I was looking for an app for her to identify rocks. And I was thinking of maybe Google Lens.
1: But a a rock
2: and a leaf, a leaf is pretty easy to identify. But a rock is really tough. And I couldn't find anything that was, uh, for a child, more um, adult geologists.
0: Well, you know, third grade and tech, they're pretty together. I mean, you know, she's been growing up around this her whole life. And so, uh, and that was a good thought, by the way, for you to use Google Lens. But we're just going to go one step further is that there's a couple of apps that you can put on your phone. Uh, One is called Rock Identifier. And basically you take a picture of the rock and then it tries to match it with whatever it finds in its database. Uh, The other one is called Minerals Guide app. So it's either Rock Identify or or Minerals Guide. You'll have to see which one works best for you um, and also for where she's at. But I think you'll be surprised about how a third grader can really just pick up a phone and say, here, let me take a picture of and do this. And that's kind of cool that you're mentoring her along the way. We'll post links to these apps over at commando.com. And that would be inside the community in the Q&A form. That's commando.com slash community and in the Q&A form. Oh, just one more thing. You mentioned Google Lens. You might also want to try Image Search too because that's where you can take a picture of the rocket. Sometimes that works a little bit better than that lens app. Hey, just a quick reminder, if you haven't noticed with Apple iOS 15 and later is that when you take a photo, there's a little tiny eye right there when you look at it inside the Photos player. And that I means that you can tap or click that to get more information it will actually try to identify. So if you're ever looking at a plant or flower, line, what the heck is that? Just take a picture of it and then open it up and then click the I and then you're gonna get more information about it. So when you think somebody's snooping on your PC, what can you do? The first step is see what files on your PC that the person opened. Windows has a really simple way. Just open up File Explorer and then look at the top left menu and select Quick Access. And there's a list of everything that has been opened anybody who hopped on your PC, perhaps. You can also open apps like Word and look at the list marked recent. Another clue, sort files by days in File Explorer. And also look at your web browser's history. But you need to know a simple shortcut to make sure that no one snoops on your PC when you're not around. What you want to do is just put a password to log in. Just press the Windows key and the L key to lock your PC and then Unless somebody knows your password to actually log onto your PC, they don't get it. Hey, listen, if you learned one thing, make sure that you tell three people about our show and our podcast, because knowledge is power. You can find me always at commando.com.